This episode is brought to you by livingrelief.com, a Wolfpack-owned business that is your source for Delta-8, CBD, THCV, gummies, tinctures, chocolates, all North Carolina-based quality products that can help with sleep, anxiety, pain, and countless other medical benefits. Highly recommend checking these guys out. Their stuff is really good. And if you use code REDWHITE20, you get 20% off your first order. That's REDWHITE20. LivingRelief.com. Living, R-E-L-E-A-F.com. Thanks for listening. I was raised by the wolves. All right, folks, we are back with another edition of the Red and White Podcast. I hope you enjoyed episode 209, the shortest podcast in podcast history. But I'm back. Will's back. Will, how are you feeling after a 45 nothing shutout of the University of South Florida Bulls? I'm feeling undefeated. I feel like nothing can stop us. <laughs> and I am. we are right on track. For a 10-plus win season. All right. I'm feeling good. I feel pretty good, too. They. It's hard to take away anything from that. Like, when we talked to Seth Varnador from the Daily Stampede, he was just like, Our, your lines are going to be better than ours, right? You're going to win both lines of scrimmage, and that's what's going to be the difference this game. He thought they were going to have athletes. That they, you know, transfers came in, but they were, they're clearly not good. They're not there yet. And what I like to see was state dominated them. And that is not something we've always done. We've let other teams, other not as good teams in that situation, score more, do more, just hang around a little bit longer. I mean, we've played games like Richmond and JMU, and they've scored more points than that, right? And USF, like, State just controlled that game start to finish. They didn't look perfectly sharp in the first half, which has come to be expected. But I am very satisfied with what I saw. Yeah, I mean, first time back in front of fans, you know the guys are going to be amped up. And you got to give credit. I think you got to give credit to USF. Um you know, they knew they were super underdogs. I thought that they came in with some bark to, to start the first quarter. I was saying in the Slack channel, just wait until the second quarter. It's going to wear off, and then the physicality is going to catch up. The rushing is going to start piling on. And I mean, it was like practically on cue. Um, I, I got the sense that I, a lot of the, the podcasts for, for the USF, from the USF side of it, was talking about um, there's transfers coming in. There were a lot of not only just COVID opt-outs, but injuries, especially in their secondary. Someone said something that went from like nine DBs down to two, which like we know what that can do. So I wasn't surprised that to start the game, it was a little like quote unquote tight. I, you know, you had Icky out there puking, <laughs> you know, all that Pedialyte that he right. was eating, taking. So it wasn't surprising. It was the most aggressive I've ever seen Dave in an opening game against an inferior opponent. I think he finally understands he has a good team. 
and he's got to maximize it while he can, run up the score when he can. It's like he was listening to the pod. I know that the pack, you know, the 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 the, the NC State at, at, uh, athletics facilities, like they're like, oh, we don't want to hear what what the red and white have to say, but it, they listened. All right, I loved it, loved it. <laughs> yeah, they actually they they did. I thought. Um, I guess my one takeaway from this game, the one thing that stood out to me, and this is going to be weird with, you know, pitching a shutout, but Bam Knight broke a long touchdown run. Like that's something we, you and I had talked about for a while last year, and he did. He had a forty-six yard touchdown, one hundred sixty-three yards rushing on sixteen carries, is effective, and I am very happy with how that worked out. I mean, Ricky Person ran great as well, but to me, the, the the thing that stood out to me, something that I was always looking for was, Bam has got to start breaking these big runs because he's got that breakaway speed, and he did. Yeah, I mean, three. I, I when I looked at it last night, it was 300 sack-adjusted rushing yards. Like, yeah, 323 that, or something, I, right? I don't care who the opponent is. I don't know when the last time we did that. It was It was great to see it. It was great to see the downfield blocking from the wide receivers in particular. I think that's going to pay off as the year goes on. I love seeing Devin Carter in particular down there. He's like a tight end and a wide receiver body. Um, my man Chandler Zavala. It's like I, it's like I was telling you guys all off season, man. Like, don't worry about the left side of this line. They they thought pair up pair up Icky and Chandler, and I bet we are going to be heavy on the left side. And it's going to pay off because teams are going to start shading over there, and then we're going to start doing counters, and we're going to start doing play action off of it. So I'm I'm really excited with what I saw. Yeah, that left side of the line was was dominant. Now, is do you have any concerns that this is a similar type of rushing performance that we saw last year, first game against Wake Forest, and then never really saw the rest of the year? Well, I feel like the problem wasn't that we ran that well against Wake Forest. It was that we got injured going into the Pitt game and the Duke game, and it just started catching up on the offensive line. So, to me, I'm not worried about what I saw. Because what you saw was like a confident group. It, it was, I mean, I didn't feel like there was very much like trickeration with what's going on there. Like, it didn't look like State was doing anything really new. It was pretty plain. The passing game like wasn't really trying to, in my opinion, maximize what was going on off of the play action or anything like that. So, no, I'm not. I'm not worried. Um, I think it will be a little bit more balanced. I mean, it's funny. You, you look at the rushing yard and passing yard breakdown. It was like 293 to 232. Well, like, what was that interception from Larry, which I don't expect to see later in the year? You know, that was probably like 50, 40, 50 yards right there. So. It looks like we are like super balanced. I like it. Uh, you know, again, we, we we basically called off the dogs going into the fourth quarter. So, you know, after they after they exposed Leary to the probably the scariest two seconds of <laughs> state fans in like a year. Like I don't I don't know what was going on there. Um, I, I mean, but I like it. it. He's physical. He's yeah, a, he's a dual like, threat. He's he's a quarterback. He's gonna run it right. I mean, I. I'm not. He's not made of glass. People like the the. His injury last year was a bit fluky. It was a bad slide, a bad hit, a bad combination. Right? It's not like he's made of glass and he's can't tough. He that's how he runs. He that's how he plays. 
and I thought I thought he played well. I, he won't miss. He won't underthrow that that ball again like he threw to Thayer Thomas. I mean that was clearly he was a little tight. Didn't he was trying to guide it in there and just didn't sling it. But Thayer had that guy beat by about five yards, and you know you don't see Leary underthrowing guys. It, like he was that. he was too damn open. You know, see Devin Leary is still probably like a little bit 2019 Devin. He's not used to having wide receivers with separation. So right. like he was just probably like what. And, and he overthought it. Um, I thought he yeah. followed it up great with the Carter pass right after that, which, which was a bullet. And, like, let's not overlook just the first touchdown pass of the game to Ricky Person, who needs his own shutout for what he did. But yeah. that wheel route pass was such a bullet. And there it was just the most confident pass. You saw Devin so excited after it. And I was just like, there, that's, like, that's, that's what's missing. Like, you know, Bailey Hockman last year – did a great job for us, but like you can see the difference in the zip. I mean, even on routes like that, like Leary just has a completely different arm. It's great to see, and that that pass that they were, was was more yeah. a freak accident than anything else. Yeah, I agree. I mean, overall, I was really happy with what I saw, and I guess you know we're, we're trying not to do this too long, so we're not going to break down every little thing. We'll get to that later next week. But they were able to play three penalties, 300 rushing yards. And, you know, all in all, a very clean, disciplined game, which giving up zero points, right? I mean, <laughs> I just and they and the defense got interceptions, right? Three interceptions. It, 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 these and are all we things should, that you, we didn't really have. Go ahead. I was gonna say we should just give a shout out to the which was basically like the quasi first string, third string defense at the very end of the game that held that shutout. I think we had like a walk on defensive end in there. I saw Josh Harris and a white guy, number 42 or something. I don't know who that guy was. I got to look it up on the chart, but you know, just to see the backups bow up at the end was great. You know, USF didn't want to get blanked. Um, I think the uh, I'm trying to I'm like scrolling as fast as I can the through this thing. Um, I mean, what were we three to one on turnover margin? Am I right? Yep, three to one. You know, I, that, that's what you want, right? Last year we were giving up too many too many picks, too many too many just mistakes, right? I think going into the year or, or ending last season, I think Philip Danford said on IPS like we were like minus six on on the turnover ratio. So like. Outside of one pass, I don't know what you even complain about in this game. Right. Yeah, I mean, there was not not much, to be honest. I just I'll, – I'll go back and watch it again. We can be a little bit more nitpicky later in the week. But, I mean, I felt good leaving that game. I felt like our, our enthusiasm and optimism for this season was justified. Yeah. Because they came out and played clean. They did the things you wanted to. Tanner Ingle got a got an interception. I was told <laughs> repeatedly that he's not any good because he doesn't have any interceptions. There you go. Got an interception. Played well. I have no idea what the tackle numbers are. We'll go through the box score later. But, you know, overall, I mean, you, can't, uh, you couldn't have asked for much more. Now, we'll see how... Well, you know, the competition is going to get a little bit harder next sure. week. And so we'll see how this works out. But, I mean, you've got to be happy with just overall how well this team looked, right? How, how just sound. They looked like a sound team. 
And that's, you know, after watching Nebraska the previous week just look like a dumpster fire, like penalties and turnovers and just look, you know, discombobulated, I was very happy to see State come out and look sharp. You know, yeah. that's, I was just, it's going to be a great weekend. The Heels lost, Pack should put a shutout, played really well. Ever, mean, everyone rest, should. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, 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 th- I'm like four scotches in, so everyone needs to bear with me while I override Eb for a second. Um, everyone needs to make sure you guys watch the Mississippi, Mississippi State Louisiana Tech game tomorrow. ESPNU, yeah. 4 p.m. Get a look at what they're doing. It'll be really interesting to see kind of a similar situation, right? It's an inferior yeah. opponent. Let's see what that team looks like. Are they as dialed in, or are they kind of pulling it back? Maybe they're trying to hide stuff for us. Um, I was just going to say, the what I love seeing is the team looked really fast, pretty much through yeah. all facets. The running backs looked fast. The defense looked very fast and very comfortable. And, like, you know, I would say overlook the stuff at the beginning of the game. Um, there's always going to be a couple things that teams get to dial up in the first drive or two after studying you all offseason, and it didn't yield much. Uh, I'm sure Leach or someone's going to have the same thing, and we'll have the same thing for them. So... You know, it, it it's just what you want to see when when Dave Doran like utters the words "special team." That's the kind of performance I want to see. I agree. Yeah, we'll leave it with that, folks. We just want to get you a little our little thoughts before the weekend and celebrating the heels hype train derailment. <laughs> I w- like again, I put it on Twitter, and we said it earlier. Not surprised. You and I have been talking about this all year. They just simply lost too much to not have any drop off. And I mean, that's what it is. Josh Downs looked fine. Nobody yep. else could get open, right? The offensive line was not as good. Hey, maybe because they're not blocking for two NFL running backs, right? I mean, there's so much of that for the heels was just obvious. The hype train was was ridiculous. And that's what happens. Not surprised at all. I love it, not, but not surprised. I am, I am excited that logical assessments of a team paid off immediately in week one. And you, yeah. you know, we said that UNC was going to struggle. But UNC struggled on the road last year when no one was in the stands. And we knew they were going into a hot environment. And that they were going to struggle with that crowd noise after losing all those players. Tim, I, look, we just podcast, okay? We have jobs. We're just fans. I would say, like, shame on you to anyone that's in the national media, in the local media. Like, it was sitting in front of you all off season to just do a basic analysis, and you guys got served. And it was chef's kiffs. <laughs> All right, folks, we'll be back later in the week. Hope you have a good weekend. Watch your football. Enjoy the Pack w The heels lost. Everything else is just gravy. It doesn't matter what happens in between. So enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your long weekend. And as always, go Pack. Go Pack. I was raised by the waves. I was raised by the waves.